I'm Damian Bolwa. Today on Fifth and Mission, another huge milestone in the pandemic. Federal regulators have okayed the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine for emergency use on children 12 and older. That means up to 2 million more Californians can get their shots, and it's a big boost for the effort to reopen schools. The Chronicle's lead reporter on the vaccine drive, Catherine Ho, is here. I want to ask her when the shots start going in arms and why this is a big deal, given that adolescents have not been as hard hit by the virus. And later on the show, we're going to have a special guest to talk about the news, a 15-year-old high school student. Kat Ho, thanks for coming back on the show. Thanks for having me on. Kat, first off, what is emergency use authorization and what happens now after this news? Yeah, so emergency use authorization is not exactly, you know, full FDA approval. It is the designation that all of the COVID vaccines so far um, have been allowed under. Uh, So, you know, it it means that uh, possibly this week, maybe next week, um, but pretty soon the shots will be um, going out for this new group of people um, as young as 12. So the new, this basically just lowers the age bar. It was um, 16 before, and now it'll get lowered to 12. And remind us, it's not the same for every vaccine, right? In terms of where we're at now. That's right. Yeah. So the authorization we're talking about now that's expected to come first is for Pfizer. So Pfizer is allowed for people as young as 16. Um, The other two vaccines in the U.S. um, are for 18 and over. So that's the Moderna and the J&J or or Johnson & Johnson. And it could come as soon as this week. Yeah, we think so. There's still a couple... regulatory hurdles it has to clear first. The first one is the CDC has to take this up. Um, It's looking like they will take it up on Wednesday. And for um, us here in California, we also have a separate, uh, it's called a Western States um, Safety Group. They they look at all the vaccine data themselves. So once the federal agencies um, give the green light, this Western states group has to look at it as well um, and green light it. And typically uh, they do, um, you know, for every other decision the FDA and the CDC have made on vaccines, um, this group has followed and California is part of that group. So we have to wait for their, um, their go ahead uh, before we can start doing shots here. Kat, you write that more than 2 million uh, children of this age are eligible, but that not all of them are going to get vaccinated. In fact, it sounds like it might be a challenge. Why? Yeah. So, um, you know, if you look at the national polling on this, only about 30 percent of parents who have kids in that age group, 12 to 15, say they're going to get their kids vaccinated right away. Um, and there are pretty significant chunks that say they're either going to wait, you know, they'll do it if their schools require it, or they'll kind of wait and see a little bit longer uh, um, to see how the vaccine works, um, or they just don't plan to get their kid vaccinated at all. Um, and, you know, here in the Bay Area, we're, we're not sure if, if that holds true. You know, the Bay Area generally has higher vaccine acceptance than a lot of parts of the country. um, And we know from the national polling that vaccine acceptance for your kids generally aligns with vaccine acceptance for yourself. Um, But we don't really know yet. Um, I, you know, I think there are some parents out there who feel like uh, if their kids are not as likely as older adults to get really, really sick or die from COVID-19, then why get them vaccinated. Um, And so I think that that may be a a significant hurdle that comes up um, in the next 
coming weeks or months. So in terms of factors that might be driving that, is it more about that people are worried that that kids might have some special uh, response to the vaccine, negative response, or is it more so that the kids generally haven't been at risk of of serious illness or death? I think it's the latter. Um, so the the clinical trials, you know, side effects and things for kids have not been that different from um, the side effects for adults. Um, I think it's more the feeling that if kids are not at super high risk of getting really sick, um, why why get them the shots? Just to dig into that a little deeper, why is it important to, for kids to get vaccinated if uh, the results haven't shown that a lot of them are getting very sick or dying? Yeah. Um, well, even if you don't get very sick or die, um, you can still pass it on to others, um, especially others who are not yet vaccinated, maybe older adults who, for whatever reason, are not vaccinated yet. Um, So, you know, at a community level, when we're talking about really slowing the spread, uh, it's important for as many people to get vaccinated as possible, even if those people individually are not at great risk for getting really, really sick. And what are the dangers if it continues to be passed around through different populations that aren't vaccinated? Yeah, well, we've seen with um, variants, for example, is one of them. Um, the more the more the virus spreads, the more opportunities it has to develop into different variants. And, you know, with some of the variants we've seen, um, you know, like the one that originated in the UK, um, or the Brazil, that some of the variants can be more infectious and they can be more deadly as well. So, you know, the idea of getting um, as much of the population vaccine as possible is also to stop or to at least minimize, uh, you know, the possibility that there will be more and more variants and that the variants could be worse. All right, let's take a quick break. I'm talking to Cat Ho here on Fifth and Mission. We'll be right back. We'll be right back after a short break. You can support Fifth and Mission and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited Chronicle access at sfchronicle.com slash pod. Welcome back to Fifth and Mission. I'm Damian Bulwa. I'm joined by Catherine Ho, our lead vaccine writer here at the Chronicle, writing about the new authorization for kids as young as 12 to get their shots. That's the Pfizer vaccine. Cat. If I'm a parent, what do I need to know about how to go about this? Um, where do they get their shots? What do I do? Yeah, great question. Um, so uh, it looks like for the immediate future, there's going to be you know student vaccine clinics uh, set up at schools. Um, you can check with your county. I know there are some county health departments um, I've spoken to recently that are already doing the student clinics or family night for 16 to 17 year olds who are who are currently already eligible and they plan to extend those to uh, the 12 to 15 year olds once that approval comes through. And if I want to get a shot and I am that age, uh, do I have to get approval from my parent? Yes. If you're under 18, uh, you need your parents permission. And what if my parent doesn't want me to get the vaccine? If you're under 18, you do need to get permission from a parent or a legal guardian to get vaccinated. Uh, So this is typically done um, in a couple of ways. Either you bring a consent form that's signed um, with you to the vaccine clinic, or if you show up there with your parent, uh, your parent can 
you know, sign the form on the spot there or uh, give some kind of verbal confirmation of consent. Kat, I have a 16-year-old and a 13-year-old at home. The 16-year-old is already vaccinated, but the 13-year-old is very excited. What was the reaction when this news came out from, from kids and their parents? The parents I spoke to are generally pretty excited for their kids. Um, they mentioned a few things. Um, you know, they're looking forward to sleepaway camp, for example, and, and they feel like getting vaccinated before going um, will you know, protect them and, and they feel good about that. Um, some kids are also, you know, they're back to playing team sports now. And, you know, for some contact sports, especially, uh, you know, I think they're looking forward to getting vaccinated so that they can just be around their teammates and play and, um, you know, not have to wear masks, you know, if they haven't been vaccinated or, or if uh, others haven't been vaccinated. So, um, you know, I think the general feeling is they're looking forward to just having a um, little more uh, protection. And because even with around grandparents, for example, because not the vaccine is not 100% effective, they don't want to be a carrier that potentially gives it to a, a family member. Right, exactly. All right, Kat, let's leave it there. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, we have a second guest, and she is Daisy Paris Kaufman. She is 15 years old, a perfect person to react to the news. Daisy, how are you? I'm good. Daisy is the daughter of our producer, King Kaufman. Daisy, first question do you know you have a very cool dad? I've heard it, but I'm not sure if I believe it. Okay, good answer, good answer. So, Daisy, we brought you on because you are right in the group of people that can get the vaccine now. Um, first of all, how did you hear the news, and what was your reaction? Um, I heard the news when my friend texted me, and she was like, did you guys hear that vaccine got approved for 12 to 15-year-olds? Um, I was just, like, pretty excited. How come? I just want to be able to like like go out to eat and like hang out with my friends without having to like wear a mask. So before I go further on that, how has remote learning been? You're a you're a sophomore, right? Yeah. Um I have not enjoyed it. It's a lot more difficult than school and it than like normal school and it only keeps the worst part of school. Like you don't get to like see people or like hang out with your friends. And the worst part is just what? Well, oh, yeah. Just like sitting in a classroom. Of course. Okay. So, Daisy, um, you are looking forward to getting vaccinated, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what what about all your friends? Is there, is there, why uh, do you believe that a lot of people will get it? Yeah, definitely. All my friends have been really excited about it. Um, a couple of them are already vaccinated. Most of them aren't, and they're all pretty excited. And have you been worried about getting the coronavirus? Um, I mean, a little. I don't think I've been as worried as other people have. Um, I think it definitely helps that I don't really leave the house that much. I've definitely been thinking about it a lot, and it's always kind of in the back of my mind, but it's not something that's like pressing at me constantly. Yeah, I think my daughters are kind of worried um, a little bit about getting it, but also passing it on. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, okay, looking ahead, I mean, it's going to take obviously a few weeks here. Do you think your life will change after you get vaccinated? Yeah, I think it'll change to like how it, it'll change back to how it used to be. Like I'll, like I, like I said, I'll be able to hang out with my friends and like go get food and just like go walk around without like having to wear a mask or like steer clear of other people. 
And then what about school? What's what's the current status at school? And are, are, do you think a lot of people are looking forward to going back? I think most people are looking forward because I think there are definitely people who prefer remote school, but the, I think most people prefer uh, in-person school because, you know, you get to see your friends, you get to leave the house. And so for my school, it's supposed to go back to like full, like just normal in-person school in the fall. And right now it's still distance learning, but um, you have the option to like go in after school for kind of like a study hall for one of your classes. Okay. All right. Last question, Daisy. Um, What would you say to teenagers out there who aren't planning on getting the shot? Um, I, I don't know. I just that they're like being stupid and inconsiderate. Inconsiderate in what way? Well, I mean, if vaccines only work, if like everyone gets them. So there, it's like not just a decision for yourself. It's a decision for anyone who you interact with. All right. Well, Daisy, thanks for coming on. Thanks for making your debut. Yeah, for sure. That was Daisy Paris Kaufman. She is 15. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks also to Kat Ho, the Chronicle reporter, for coming on. To King Kaufman for producing this episode. And thank you for listening. <laughs>